my name is Makai, and I'm going to read you a Magic Treehouse Titanic book. I sure do have a lot of time. I sure do have a lot. I thought I'd read Magic Treehouse the Titanic book because, because like, I had another one. It was, like, super, 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 super long. Even longer than Magic Treehouse. So... Let's just go ahead and read it. Wait. Chapters. Let's Frog Creek, Pennsylvania, a mysterious treehouse appeared in the woods. Eight-year-old Drac and his seven-year-old sister Annie climbed into the treehouse. They found it was filled with books. Drac and Annie discovered that the treehouse was magic. It could take them to places in the books. All they had to do was point to a picture and wish to go there. Along the way, they discovered that the that the treehouse belonged to Morgan Le Fay. Morgan is a magical librarian from the time of King Arthur. She travels through time and space gathering books. Magic Treehouse books 5 and 8. Jack and Annie help Morgan from a spell. In books 9 and 12, they solved four ancient riddles became master librarians. In the Magic Treehouse book 13 and 6, Jack, Jack and Annie began to, to save four ancient swords from beginning lost forever. Now in book 17, they're, they're, all, they're about to begin, are they're about to begin a new, a new set of adventures. One, a new mission. Jack opened his eyes. It was story one night. The rain tapped hard on his window pane. Do you hear that the rain is saying? Send a voice. Jack turned on his lamp. Annie stood in his doorway. She wore his rain punko and her pajamas holding a flashlight. It's saying, come now, she said. You're nuts, said Jack. Listen, just listen, said Annie. Jack listened. Jack. Jack. Listen, just listen, said Annie. Jack listened said, listen, just listen, said Annie. Jack listened. The rain did seem to be tapping out. Come, come now, come now. We have to do, we have to go to the treehouse, said Annie. 
something important is that the happen that is something to the treehouse said Annie. We have to go to the treehouse said Annie. Something important about to happen. Now said Jack. Jack didn't want to leave his warm, cozy room. He had a feeling. Annie was right. Something important was about to happen. You coming? She said. Yeah, yes, he said. He climbed out of bed. Just put on your rainbow canoe. Said Annie. Jack threw his rain his raincoat over over his pajamas. He pulled he pulled his sneakers and grabbed his backpack. Don't forget your master librarian card. Said Annie. I have mine with me. Jack pulled put the card and with his gold letters ML on it into his backpack. I'm ready, said Jack and Annie went quietly down the stairs. Then they slipped out the door into the chilly, damp night. The storm had eased up. Rain gently fell gently as they ran up the street. The wet ground glistened in the beam of the flashlight. They headed into Frog Creek Woods. Wind blew through the trees, shaking water to the ground. Jack shivered. He whimped raindrops off his glasses. Brrr, said, said Annie. I'm cold. Me too, said Jack. He kept walking. Annie pointed to a flashlight up into the tree. There it is, she said. Her light had found the treehouse. More again, Jack called. There was no answer. What? Wonder what's wrong, said Annie. I'm sure she'd be here. Let's go up and see, said Jack. He grabbed a rope ladder and started climbing. Jack followed. Rain dripped from the trees under his and coat. They, under his raincoat. They climbed into the treehouse. Annie shined her light into each corner. The first three corners were empty. Then the flashlight beam hit the floor. Jack and Annie gasped with surprise. Sitting in the corner was a small dog. Looked like a terror puppy. He had scruffy, light brown fur. He stared sadly at Jack and Annie. Oh, whispered Annie. Where did he come from? Said Jack. And he patted the dog's head. He wagged his tail. He's so cute, she said. He looks like a 
bear. Hi, Teddy. Where did he come from, Teddy? He asked. The little dog whimpered. Don't be sad, Sadani. Everything is okay. How? I didn't know, but I met. But I bet Morgan had something to do with it, Sadani. Jack has himself a piece of paper laying on the floor. I think you're right, he said. And I picked up the paper, and it was a fancy ring that said, This little dog is under a spell and needs your help. To free him, you must be given force. You must be given for special things. I had a gift from a law, from a ship, from a ship, from a ship lost at sea, a gift from the pirate blue, a gift from the forest far away, Gifts from a candle world, from a kangaroo. Be wise, be brave, be careful, Morgan. P.S. Your master librarian cards won't help on this mission. Just be yourselves and all will be well. What kind of spell do you think Teddy is under? She asked. Who knows, said Jack. Poor thing, said Annie. She patted the dog's head. He licked her hand. Looks like we have to take four trips, said Jack. Teddy trotted over to a book. He pushed it with his nose. Look, said Annie. I bet that will take us on the first trip. She picked up the book that the little dog had chosen. Good job, Teddy, she said. The little, the little, the title of the book was The Unusual Ship. Well, at least that's good, said Jack. Ship won't sink even if it's lost. Ready, Teddy, asked Annie. Or far he answered. Jack pointed at the cover book. I wish we could go there, he said. The wind started to blow. Treehouse started to spin. Spun faster and faster. Everything was still. Absolutely still. To the unusual ship. Arf, arf, Jack opened his eyes. He shivered. Wherever, wherever were they now? It was cold. Very cold. Shh, said Jack. Teddy barked again. Annie shined the flashlight on her clothes. Wow, we're dressed like an old finished kids, she said. Instead of pajamas and the portrait, she wore a sailor dress and a long wool coat. Jack had an overcoat knee-length pants, strong socks, his backpack and his backpack and his backpack had turned to leather. He also had shirt and tie. Where are we? He wondered aloud. Jack and 
And he looked at the window. The moonless sky glinted with stars. There was a soft wind at the sound of water leaping. The tree house seemed to be resting on the wooden deck between two giant columns. Jack looked up and saw smoke coming out of the columns. We must have landed on the ship between the smokestacks, he said. Then Jack looked straight and saw a box high in the air near the front of the ship. That must be the lookout's nest, he said. Jack sat back at the treehouse, opened the book. Annie handed him the flashlight. Let's find out where we are, he said. Turns to the picture of the huge ocean liner by the light of Sletch, he read. Late at night on April 14, 92, an English ocean liner was making a first round your vidge across the Atlantic Ocean. She was going to New York City carry, carrying 250 passengers. The ship was four city blocks long. Most people believe the ship was unsinkable. Oh man, we're in 1912, said Jack. He pulled out his notebook and wrote, April 14, 1912. This ship is huge, says Annie. Who will we ever find, find the gift to help free Teddy? You can't go looking for a gift, said Jack. You have to wait until someone gives, give, gives it to you. Right, said Annie with a sigh. Well, I guess we should have to be ourselves like Morgan. Like, like, or until someone gives it to you. Right, said Ian Whitside. Well, I guess we just have to be ourselves, like Morgan said. And we must, and maybe we'll get lucky. This is hard, said Jack. The little dog whined. Don't worry, Teddy, said Annie. All for you from your spell. Just then, a, shore, a shout came from Lookout's nest. Iceberg ahead. Jack and Annie turned back to the window, just in time to see the huge iceberg and coming out of the sea. The iceberg was dark with a fridge of white at the top. It was right in front of the ship. Whoa, that's huge. That is completely huge. Jack felt a joy. Then he heard a grinding sound. The ship was scampering against the mountain of ice. 
Arf, arf, Teddy barked. Shh, don't be scared, said Annie. She picked up the dog and hugged him. The, scre- the scraping sound stopped. The ship did pass the iceberg till they lost sight of it. The, the night was calm again. See, Annie said to Teddy, it was just a little bump. The ship is unsinkable. But Jack was worried. Wait, we have to read more about this. He said, don't read, don't read now, Jack said. It's time to get the gift. Come on, Teddy. She picked up the little dog and flashlight. And she climbed on the treehouse window. Hey, don't take the flashlight, said Jack. But Annie was gone. Annie, called Jack. And he heard a soft yikes. And he stuck her head back in the treehouse. Bad news, she said in a whisper. I think you'd better see this. Jack threw his stuff into the capsack. He put it on and climbed out the window. Annie was standing by the ship's railing, holding Teddy without a word. She shined a flashlight, life parser hanging from the railing. In the big black letters were the words Rum R M S Titanic. Jack started at the name of the ship. You know what happened to the Titanic? Do don't you? He said softly. Annie nodded. It hit an iceberg and sank, she said. But don't, but I don't get it. I thought the ship was unsinkable. That's what people thought when the Titanic was built, said Jack. But they were wrong. Suddenly, steam gushed out of the ship's smokestacks. Then the engine cut off. The Titanic stopped moving. We better go home, said Jack. There's nothing we can do here. All we have to find is another lost ship, a saver one. No, we have to stay and help, said, said Annie. We can escape the treehouse anytime we want. But what can we do, said Jack. This ship's going to sink no matter what. We can't change history. And, and we can't take take anyone to our time with us with us hmm. no we have to stay in help said Annie we can escape the treehouse anytime we want but what can we do, said Jack? This ship's going to sink no matter what. We can't change history. We can't take anyone who are time with us. Yeah, but maybe there's some way we can help, said Annie. How, said Jack? I don't know, said Annie. Let's look around. Holding Teddy, she disappeared. Here, down in a small stairway, Jack followed her 
lower level. Annie put Teddy down on the deck. The dog sniffed the chunks of ice that had fallen off the iceberg. The ship seemed strangely empty. Where was, where is everyone? Asked Annie asked. Maybe they're still asleep, said Jeff. They probably don't even know the ship hit something. And Annie and Jack started toward the front of the Titanic. Come on, Teddy, said Annie. The little dog scampered after them. They passed the round windows of different end rooms on the ship. Jack looked through them as they went by. He saw exercise bikes and rowing and rowing. He shined the flashlight on the book and found a picture of the radio opender. He read quietly and and after the Titanic hit an iceberg at 40 p.m., the ship's radio imprinter sent an MS to the International Day Center code. Fortunately, the only ship near the Titanic had turned off its radio for the night. All the other ships who portrayed the message were too far away to help. When the Titanic's Sank around 20 p.m. a.m. She was all alone. That's terrible, said Annie. I wonder what time it is now, said Jack. I don't know, said Annie. Jack pulled out his notebook and wrote, Sauce sent out Titanic sings at 2.20 a.m. He's leaving, whispered Annie. Hi, whispered Jack, and he, he and Annie moved quickly into the shadows. Captain stepped out into the deck. Tell the men to start loading the lifeboats now, the captain ordered the deck hand. Yes, captain, the man answered. The captain on the deck hand the captain and the deck had left. Annie turned to Jack. At least that's good, she whispered. Everyone can get into the lifeboats. I don't think it I don't think it's good enough, said Jack. He read from the book again. On the Titanic there were twenty lifeboats to save all the passengers. The ship needed twice as many, but, but with all the confusion on board, a number of, of, the light, of the lifeboats were not even, even full when they left the ship. Many third-class passengers did not have a chance to get into any of the lifeboat, lifeboats because they were on the lower decks and didn't know where to go. Jack wrote in his notebook, need twice as many life, lifeboats.
Hey, I know what we can do to help, said Annie. What? asked Jack. We can help someone find the lifeboats, she said. You're right, said Jack. With our book, we can find our way to a lower deck. He turned the page to a map of the ship and he and Annie studied it. Well, we'll start at the Grand Stairway, said Jack. He traced the path with his finger. Then we'll go down the third class class cabins with this way. Good plan, said Annie. Jack looked back through the door. The radio over Porter was still tapping out his message over and over. Sauce whispered Jack. He took a deep breath. Okay, he said, let's go. Oh man, it's 20 minutes after midnight, said Jack. Ship's going to, is going to, it, the ship's going down in two hours. They hurried down in the captured steps in into the first class hallway. Teddy followed along. Jack looked at the map in the book. These are the stair rooms, he said. This hall will take us to the third class open deck. Hey, look, said Annie. The floor sank, floor sank laying down. Jack caught his breath. She was right. That means the front of the ship is already sinking, he said. Just then, the man... The man in the white uniform came down the hall. He knocked on the door. Put your life belts at once and come on the boat deck, he called. Men and women stumbled out of their rooms. They, they wore ancient robes and made shiny clothes and velvet. What's going on, woman? asked. It was a little accident, the man in the uniform said cheerfully. Oh, how silly, said the woman. It's not silly, said Annie. Do, do what he says, arf, arf, Teddy barked, as if he agreed with Anne. Shh, Teddy, said Jack, picked up the, the little dog. Then he and Annie hurried down the hall. They crossed the third Class open deck. There, where, where more people were standing. These people not dre dressed and fancy. Were not dressed fancy. He started to walk back to the stairs, but Teddy began barking fortunately. What's wrong with him, said Jack. I don't know, said Annie. Suddenly the dog leaped out of Jack's arms. He charged down the hole. He was running straight toward the water. Watch out, cried Jack. He and Annie ran after Teddy. 
the dog began barking at the closed door. The dog, the door opened. A very small boy peeked out. Boy wore a night shirt. He had red hair and wrinkles. He looked about four years old. He rubbed his eyes sweetly. Then he saw Teddy. Puppy, he said with his with a huge arm, with a huge smile. He threw his arms around the little dog's neck. Teddy licked his face. Come back to come back to bed, Willem, a voice called from inside the room. Wait, when, when 
Jack didn't feel any extra weight in his Kip's mouth. The little dog felt as light as air. Wait, I forgot something, said Lucky. We don't have time. We don't have time, started Jack. But Lucky rushed out of the room. Hurry, shouted Annie. When Lucky came out, Jack saw her slip. Her slip. Her slip. Something into when Lucky came out, Jack saw her slip something into her coat pocket. Then she grabbed Willem's hand. Ready? said Jack. Suddenly he felt freezing water burst against his shoes. He looked up. The green sea water was slowly moving down the hall. Arf! Arf! Mark Teddy from Jack's pack. Run! cried Annie. Woman and children first. Annie led everyone down the hall to the stairs, away from the cold seawater. As she and Lucky helped Willem up the stairs, Jack and Teddy followed. Halfway up the staircase, Teddy let out a yelp. Jack looked back. The water was creeping up the stairs. Step, step by step. Come on, Jack, Annie shouted. Jack ran up, ran up the rest of the stairs. He and Annie led Willem and Blocky through the smoky room. The men were still playing cards. To the lifeboats, Annie yelled at the card players. Right now, hurry, the man smiled at her again. Little girl, said one with a laugh, even if the ship does think it will take all night, there's plenty of time for everyone on the board to be rescued. And needed many ships are on their way right now, another man said in a smoothing voice. There's nothing to worry about. Not true, said Annie. Lucky turned to Jack. This doesn't sound so bad after all, she said. It is bad. Please trust me, said Jack. We have to keep going. They went outside. The crowd on the third class deck had grown. Many wore life belts, but no one here seemed very worried yet. Jack and Annie pulled Lacey, Lucky, and Willem along. They hurried through the crowd and down the first class hall. They came to the end and troped up in this grand sacker case. 
on the top deck, the Titanic was on bright at the Christmas, at the, as a Christmas tree. The band played lively music with with a hiss and rush of light. A rocket screeched into the sky. It made a loud boom and it burst into many colored balls. Children in the cold room laughed and clapped. Fireworks, he said. Lucky smiled at Amy. This is a trick, isn't it, she said. You've brought us to a party. No, it isn't, said Jack. Don't you remember the water downstairs? Lucky's smile faded. Women and children first, someone shouted. That's you, said Annie. Come on, she put Lacey Womb toward a lifeboat. Seven. The gift. The lifeboat was waiting to go down. It looked as it was swung on cables at the side of the big ship. The water below looked looked black. Get in, get in, a uniformed man shouted. No, no, said Willem. He had his face against Lucky's coat. Lucky was shaking her head. I'd rather stay here, she said to Jack and Annie. Jack understood. The brightly lit Titanic seemed so solid and safe compared to the the little lifeboat. You can't stay here, said Annie. The Titanic is soon is going to sink soon. Very soon, said Jack. Lucky kept shaking her head. Jack saw t- tears in her eyes. Lucky, we're telling the truth, said Jack. You and Willem are are in great danger. You have to be brave now, said Annie, for your brother's sake. Lucky strained up and tried to smile. All right, she said, I will. This way, a man called woman and children. This way, you four. He, he pointed at them. Get in, said Jack. He gently pushed Lucky and Willem forward. Goodbye, Lucky, said Annie. Goodbye, Willem. Lucky looked surprised. You're not coming, she said. And we're going home another way, she said. Oh, dear, said Lucky. I hope you're safe. We will. Don't worry, said Jack.
wait, said Lucky. She reached into her coat pocket and pulled out silver watch on the chain. This is a gift for both of you, she said. It's our father's watch. We carried it on on the village for good luck. Have a feeling that the two of you are good or are good luck tonight. Jack looked at the watch. Lucky put put it around in his neck. The time of the watch was in five fifty. There's only thirty minutes left. Hurry, hurry, said he said. Annie, Jack and Annie watched as a big man picked Lucky up and swung her into the little boat. Then he picked Willem up and put him in Lucky's lap. Bye, cried Annie. She stepped forward to blow a kiss. Just then, the man picked Annie up. No, shouted Annie. Into the lifeboat, my dear, the man said. And he tossed Annie into the lifeboat. No, no, cried Jack. Then the man reached for him, too. Jack jumped away just in time. Annie, he yelled, get out. And he tried to climb out of the lifeboat. Let me out, she cried. Arf, arf. Teddy barked from over Jack's shoulder. The lifeboat jerked. It started creaking down toward the dark, cold sea. Come back, Jack called. But there was nothing he could do. And he disappeared from sight. Eight, every man for himself. Annie, cried Jack, let me out. He heard Annie shout, but the lifeboat kept going down. Wait for me, came a loud voice. Wait for me, the woman in a fur coat appeared at the railing, she nearly threw herself over the side of the ship. Stop! The uniformed man called. Bring the boat for bring the boat up for the lady back will. Slowly the lifeboat was brought in, was, was brought back up. Jack pushed his way forward. The lifeboat came even came even with the ship. Jack reached out to Annie. She grabbed his his stack. She grabbed his hand. He pulled her back into the sinking ship. Room for one more, and he shouted to the lady back, Well, she, then she, 
and Jack took off before anyone could catch them. They ran up the Slytherin's deck, and he stopped and purred over the railing. Jack looked, too. They saw Lucky and Willem's little lifeboat carrying down toward the Atlantis Ocean. It reached Galaxy back. Black water. Then it floated off the darkness. Annie waved. Bye, Willem. Bye, Lucky. She shouted, thank you for your gift. She held up the watch, hanging from her neck. She, then she and Jack looked at it. The time was 20.05. Only 15 minutes left, said Annie. We have to get back to the treehouse now, said Jack. Let's climb the stairs to the smokestacks. Suddenly, the front of the ship dipped down into the sea. Dick cheers. Sombered to slide back to slide past Jack and Annie. The band played a slow, calm song. It sounded like church hymnarome, but the crowd started to panic. People pushed, but trying to get to a safer part of the ship. Every man for for himself, the captain shouted uh, to all of his crew. The man, the man all stopped when they were doing and ran up the deck. Jack and Annie ran to. They dodged sliding tables and chairs. They reached the stairs, led them to the smokestack. They grabbed the railing, pulled themselves up the steps. Ship curled farther. Hit those smokestacks! Cried Jack. They clicked. They clipped and crawled down the deck. But when they got to the smokestack, Jack and Annie looked around. The magic treehouse. Go! No. Time stopped. What is it? Jack shouted Annie. Frozen Titanic sank deeper to the sea. Jack and Annie fell forward. They grabbed the railing and hold on for their lives. Maybe the tree house fell maybe the tree house fell into the ocean, shouted Jack. Great roar strange crumbling towards the ship. Jack imagined everything rushing forward, furniture, dishes, life coats, the grand clock and cyberized. He looked down, a giant wave of water rolled over the lower deck. Jack imagined 
skeleton guys waiting to be marched away. Arf, arf! The barking came from the distance. Teddy cried, Jack had forgotten about the little dog. Holding on to the railing, using one hand to pull off his cap, Teddy was there. There, there was Frontenac barking. Where's Teddy? cried Jack. His corner shouted Annie. We can't look for him, shouted Jack. We'll, we'll fall off the ship. Teddy barked and barked. He's close by, said Annie. She holds to the railing and moves slowly down the sleep on the slap deck. Annie, cried Jack. The lights on the Titanic went out. The world was the world was pitch dark. Jack couldn't see and Jack couldn't see Annie at all. Annie, he shouted. He tried to move the deck too, but the ship titled again. Jack slipped on and fell. He rolled until he crashed into the smoke smack. Jack cried Annie. Here, here, Teddy kept barking. The back of the Titanic was rising out of the ocean. The front of the ship was going down. Jack tried to go around the smokestack without falling, and in the dark, he could barely see treehouse. It was stuck between a smoke. It was lying on its side. Annie and Teddy were looking out the window. Teddy's barking. Lead me here, cried Annie. Hurry, Jack. Jack crawled around the smokestack. He pulled out his hands. Annie grabbed it. She pulled him into the treehouse. She pulled him into the treehouse. Teddy licked Licked his face, Teddy, I wish we could go home, shouted, and he pointed to the Pennsylvania book. Jack heard a crack. The wind started to blow. Treehouse started spinning, spun faster and faster, and everything was still absolutely still. Ten, a torch of magic. Oh, man, whispered Jack. He was lying on the floor of the tree house. He was wearing his pajamas and rain portrait again. You okay? Annie asked. Yeah, you, said Jack. My heart's beating really fast, said Annie. Mine too, said Jack. He thought of the Titanic sinking in to the cold black sea. His eyes fell with tears. It was terrible, he said. Annie nodded. Jack could see tears on on her cheeks. Teddy licked Jack's face. Hey, said Jack, how did you get out of my cap's stack? Teddy winked. Jack and Annie stroked his 
furry head and ears. I think he has a torch of magic, said Annie. Said Annie. Slowly Jack sat up. He saved our lives, he said. And now we have the first gift to break the spell he's under, said Jack. She turned on her flashlight. She shined it on the silver pocket watch that hang that hung for her neck. Lucky's gift, she, she said. The watch had stopped. The hands were at 220. Jack was silent. Then he sighed. That's exactly when the ship went down, he said. Annie looked at him. I guess that's the time stopped for the Titanic, she, she said. Jack nodded. Annie put the pocket watch on the more on Morgan's note. A gift from the ship lost at sea, she said softly. They were both quiet. Then Jack took off his glasses and winked with with and winked the tears from his eyes. And he stood up. She took deep breath. I'm ready to go, she said. Let's put Teddy in your pack and take him home with us. She shined her flashlight around the treehouse. Teddy, she said, there was no sign of the little dog. He's not here, said Jack. Where, what are you talking about, said Jack. You were just petting him. He's up. He's up to his magic tricks again, said Annie. She sighed. We have to go home without him. But what will happen to him, said Jack? I don't know, said Annie, but we have, but I have a feeling we'll see him again soon. She started, she started up the rope ladder. Jack looked around the treehouse one last time. Teddy, he said, the treehouse was quiet. Jack pulled off his backpack and climbed down the rope ladder. And he was waiting for him. Without a word, Jack took her hand. The rain had stopped. But water still... Dripped from the trees. Stars glared over a clear sky. Silently, Jack and Annie left the Frog Creek woods. They walked up the dark street to their house porch and they climbed the steps to their porch. Before they went inside, they looked again at the night time. Time might have stopped for the Titanic, Jack said, but books and memories keep the Titanic alive, don't they? It's a true story, but it's also like a mind now.
Yeah, said, said Annie. And every time the story's told, I wish it had a different ending. Jack nodded. That was exactly how he felt. Starting at the summarily sky, he shutted the memory of the sinking ship. He knew that Annie and Lucky had a had a had to come home. Good good night, Titanic, he said softly. Goodbye, said and Annie slipped quietly to their house. It was cozy and dry there. I hope you like the story. Bye! Bye!